from the flattest corner of the earth to the recesses of your mind. It's the All Right Podcast. Happy 2024. That's not Happy New Year. We were just talking about how we're not going to say Happy New Year. And we're going to be original. And, you, and I kind of ruined it. Yep. You come how, I mean, how do you start that? How do you start that? There's not a better way. You know what? Let's just act like y'all just act like that didn't happen. Ready? We're gonna give set. it. No, whoa, no, you're not. We're not going to cut it. Just kind of a quick silence. I'm not cutting it. Quick Ready? Silence. Ready? Happy, Happy New Year. Year! Welcome to 2020. God, dude, that was. Oh my God, that was even worse than the first time. All right, we're gonna move straight into the jokes. We're gonna cut the crap. What we're doing is we're gonna we're gonna try to read each of us off at least five jokes, and if you laugh. You lose. This is a if you laugh, you lose challenge. All right. So okay. you want to start us off or you want me to go? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Here's here's one. If this one doesn't make you laugh, mm-hmm. I don't know what will. I'm ready. This one's pretty funny. Hey, hey, Jackson. What do cows say on January 1st? What? Happy Moo New Year. All right. You can go. Okay. What happened to the man who stole a calendar? What? He got 12 months. Your turn. Oh. Can I steal 19 from you? We're reading off a list, by the way. Yeah, you can, you can have 19. Man asks his buddy for a cigarette. His friend quips. I thought you made a New Year's resolution that you don't... S- Wait, no, no, no. They, they missed. They missed. This was a mistype on their part. I thought you. No, we'll start. I thought you made a New Year's resolution and that you don't smoke. The man replied, I'm in phase one of quitting. Confused, his friend asked, Phase one? The man laughed, Yes, I've been. I've quit buying. Like. Anyway, I didn't laugh because I butchered it. You're next. Are right, you ready? Yeah. What's the easiest way to keep your New Year's resolution to read more? <laughs> what? What's the easy? What's the dude? Listen the to this. What's the easiest way to keep your New Year's resolution to read more? Watch TV with subtitles. Dude, look how long this one is. I'm going to do that next one, but go ahead. All right, here's mine. Here's mine. Hey. Mm-hmm. Why, do bir- oh. why do birds fly south for New Year's Eve? Why is that? You idiot. Because it's too far to walk. Okay, that was actually pretty good. All right, here you go. A woman took an afternoon nap on New Year's Eve. When she woke up, she told her husband, I just dreamed that you gave me a diamond ring for the New Year's present. What do you think it all means? He replied, Aha, you'll know tonight. At midnight, her husband handed her a small gift-wrapped present. Excited, she opened it quickly, but was even more surprised in it was a book titled You Have Cancer. What is? The, are you ready for the? Do you got one? All right, all right. Uh, let's see. All right, I feel like this one is 
All right. Let's one no, more. No, no, e- one more each. Yeah. One more each. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this one is so stupid. What food should you avoid on New Year's? Hmm. Firecrackers. God, these are really bad. Okay. Are you ready? So ready. What happened to a man that stole a calendar? <laughs> well, I already read that one. Oh. <laughs> my New Year's resolution was to drop my bad habits, but no one likes a quitter. All right. Let us know in the comments if you lost or if you just <laughs> trucked on like a trucker. All right. So, let's get back down. Let's get to the real. Yeah, let's, let's get, get to the, the real business. business. Let's get to the meat. We're talking about. We're talking about Trump today. Why are we talking about Trump? T R U M P. Trump. 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 We love you, Trump. Or Go ahead. I love you. Jackson doesn't. He's a cheeky little gingerbread okay. man. Don't spread misinformation or malinformation. Okay. So here's here's what we're talking about. All right. Uh, unfortunately, with this December, me me and my cohort co. Oh, I was Co- going to say cohort. Co-host. This is not Rome. Co-host. Anyway, co-host. We were, we, you know, we were kind of joshing about, you know, not really doing anything serious. And we actually missed a Trump rally, which we should have covered then. Yeah, we did. So instead of talking about his most recent Trump rallies or talkings with, uh, like, groups of people or conferences, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be like a dog, dig up that bone and hold to it. So we missed out on that one. We're going to talk about it. Yep. So this, I'm talking. The one I'm talking about is the Trump rally that he held in Durham, 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 uh, New Hampshire or New Hampshire. Been there. It's a beautiful state. He's not lying whenever he says it's it's a beautiful state. I'm so glad to be back. I would love to be able to say I'm glad to be back, but I've only been there once. All right. That's true. So here's here's what we're going to talk about. All right. So. Uh, here's here's a, a first couple few things for you to dwell on. I'm more or less just doing a summary, and then you know maybe if you're lucky you'll get my commentary. But uh, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, uh, this is in Durham. Uh, this is what I find interesting. He says he goes over Biden has led to a broken economy, and this is summary by the way. This isn't verbatim. It would take forever, but. It would be amazing to hear me in a Trump accent. Biden has led to a broken economy and a broken border that has made our lives worse. Trump had the economy strong, the country safe, and most of all, you and your families were safe. Mm. Amen. And here's the thing about Trump. You're going you're gonna to get a lot of deja vu listening to his talking points. It's because after Obama, he was coming after I mean, Biden, some in some weird way, I don't know why. It's almost like he was influenced by the people he was around and policies that he holds and values that he holds. That's true. Kind of, it's almost like he was vice president to this like Obama dude. Anyway, <laughs> you're right. He's like Obama, but worse. Without mm-hmm. instead of Obamacare, we got Bidenomics. True. So, a lot about the border, a lot about the economy, a lot about our dealings with nations a lot about how we're just throwing money at them police police is kind of new because 2020 didn't happen when obama was a thing Mm -hmm. so 
it's going to sound a lot similar, and that's that's what I'm really hoping for. And here's what I'm excited for. We're going to have, I mean, here's the thing about Trump. He he won after a horrible, 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 very horrible administration. And personally, I think he's going to win after this next administration. See, the re- I think one of the contributing factors why he didn't win, right, you know, incumbent as the incumbent president is that, I mean, as the American people, we just got spoiled. You know, I mean, too much of a good thing sometimes is bad. And, you know, Trump is a salesman, you know. I mean, that's like, that was his whole deal, you know. I mean, he, he didn't come from much. He was a salesman. I mean, small came from Hollywood. a million dollars. Came from Hollywood. And this guy's a this guy's a showman. He's he's a comedian. You know, he knows how to work a crowd. And that's what you're seeing in his, in his presidency. You see that in his campaigns, in his rallies. This is what you're seeing. Yeah, the rallies he he, feels, which I'm all for. He feels the energy. You know, he, he kind of caresses it. I think he controls he, the energy, and he redirects the energy. Like he he redirects what is being projected onto him. Most of the people that are showing up at the Trump rally, like I love Trump, or they're just trying to get a feel of what the actual Trump rallies because they are nuts. I want to go to one because odds are he's not going to do another Trump rally after this year. You're talking men taking their shirts off and throwing it on stage to him. You're seeing, um, it's not just, and the thing about it is it's not just white people at these. I've seen, you've seen those rallies where it's like, they'll have signs that will be like Latinos for Trump. You know what I mean? And it's not just men. Oh, it's a lot of women, buddy. A lot of women. They go nuts. A lot they of, love me. They love me. Well, I mean, what can I say? Live, women love me. Lots of women that are still dyeing their hair blonde when they should have gave it up 37 years ago. That's not directed to anybody out there. I'm just saying. If it is you, think about it. Anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna start talking about the actual rally. And if if you got something you want to yeah, talk give about. Yeah, me, give me some, uh, these, these are some notable quotes. All right, so this is some of the talking points he has. He contrasts himself with Biden. He says Biden is a low IQ, incompetent, corrupt individual, and the worst president we've had in American history. Uh, wow. I mean, just to call somebody, just to say someone has a low IQ, is such a uh, a um, a step over thing to do. It's like if someone, if you just knock somebody out and then kick them, that's the low IQ. Is the kick. Mm. Well, here's here's the thing about this is that, I mean, I don't think he's worried about getting away with it, but I, he thinks he can get away with it because Biden probably doesn't comprehend what he just said. Anyway, what do you mean said, IQ? What do you mean IQ? I got hairy legs. Incompetent. What? In, what? Uh, all right. So here's uh, under Trump, your family, neighbors, community, and countrymen was a whole lot better, and we were stronger, richer, safer, and more confident. All right. Wow. Exactly. Yes. When he when he was behind the desk, we were behind the desk. Mm. The American people, because I'm a pe- I'm a man for the people. <laughs> I'm a people person. Some would say I'm a people person. Uh, since Joe Biden took over, we've had a three year inflation rate of over twenty percent. Mm. Trump had our inflation, or some would say I had our inflation to zero it was non-existent and biden is making the banks richer and making you poorer thinks all right this is one of the things he thinks or said he does he thinks banks 
are not allowed to do business with conservatives and discriminate against Christians. Mm. And he's I, got Vivek beat there. He does. He does have Vivek beat. But there. keep going there. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we're we're, gonna, we're coming after you, Dollar General Trump. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to you anyway. Trump is going to have, or some would say I, is going to have a roaring economy for our Christmas next year after our historic victory. And you know what? You may even have a bigger instead of a turkey. For Thanksgiving, you're going to have an emu. You're going to be able to afford an emu to have on your kitchen table. Emu. A very dangerous version of an ostrich. And some would say a bird that happens to be on Liberty, Liberty, Liberty commercials. If you get it, you get it. Emu, emu. And Doug. He doesn't even have a mustache. Anyway, COVID came and ruined a bunch of his plans. The dirty gift from China, the China virus. The China virus came. And ruined a bunch of my plans. I was doing great stuff, but you know, the China virus, I mean, what can you do? I mean, they, they're so good at shipping. You know, we get so much of our stuff. <laughs> Did he say that? No, no, I'm kind oh, of. that was you. I'm, I'm All right, well, you got you to cut on quote on quote off because I don't know. I have not even said quote on quote on off. I'm giving people the gist. I'm not giving people the his tellings of the rally. Yeah, but that was pretty good, so. I thought it was too. Biden is running. On the fumes of what Trump did mm. with the tax and regulation cuts. They're running on fumes. I mean, they ain't got much left. They don't even have fumes because he keeps pushing electric vehicles. There's no fumes in an electric vehicle. I don't think, I don't know if you know that, Joe, but there's no fumes. Uh, if we're not elected, this is quote. Crooked is Joe. Remaining. Crooked Joe. Crooked, crooked Joe. Took it from Hillary, gave it to Biden. Christmas gift for you. Uh, this is him verbatim. And if we're not elected, we will have a depression the likes of which you haven't seen since the depression of 1929. Uh, yes. Perhaps. Yes. Uh, here's most of these things that I'm about to start saying relatively quickly in a Trump accent is said by him. So here I go. Hit it. If I, if I stop and start speaking in my tongue, odds are he didn't say it. I will stop Biden's theft of American wealth when I'm back in the White House. We're going to stop it so fast. Sadly, the backstabbing establishment losers and the sellouts lagging <laughs> far behind us in the Republican primary. They are really far. Uh, but these are people that can't be trusted on taxes, on trade, or on anything else, frankly. They would betray you just like they betrayed me. You have, well, like, we like Ramaswamy. You know why? Because he likes Trump. I like him. I mean, this is probably a personality defect, but I tend to like people that like me. <laughs> <laughs> Even Vladimir Putin. Has any has anybody heard of Vladimir Putin? <laughs> yeah, of, we, of I have. I <laughs> have. Of Russia. Says that Biden, and this is a quote, politically motivated persecution of his political rival is very good for Russia because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others about Democrat or excuse me, democracy. <laughs> you like shut down for a second. No, that was a quote. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a strange thing. This guy's Trump is something else. And, and you know, you love him or hate him. What he's saying makes sense. And, I think you're a fool if you want to deny that it, what he says makes sense. And here's what I love. They really have to work hard to cut sound bites of them to make them, to paint them as a, you know, uh, the outdated term. Yeah, yeah it's hard to soundbite truth. Such, he, he uses such simple and powerful language. And yeah. also, when he's not doing that, he's doing perfect stand-up. You're right. Really working the crowd there. But here's... You got you got more? No, no, no. I'm waiting for you. Well, the, I was going to say, 
you know, it's it's a, it's it's going to be difficult in our country because we're now in this point where he's being removed from ballots. We've already seen this in Colorado. You're seeing it being pushed in Maine. You know, I'm not saying that that, that blue state would even turn red, but it's to me, I think it's undemocratic to have him taken off the ballot. I think it's a breach in the 14th Amendment. And do you know what the 14th Amendment is? Tell me. The 14th Amendment is no state shall make or enforce any law that shall abridge the privileges or immunities of a citizen in the U.S., nor shall any state deprive any person of liberty, property, without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the law. So, yes, I mean, this is a, this is a breach in this is uh, they're taking away his 14th Amendment. And, you know, do, do amendments even matter anymore, buddy? Or is it only matter when money's involved? Mm. That's where it feels like it comes from. So how, how can how can a guy like this even get to where he needs to be if he's being taken off of ballots? Well, you know, love him or hate him. Yeah. You know what? Perfect. In the rally. Uh, Trump uh, supporters say that uh, Chris Christie, mm-hmm. weird name by the way, Chris Christie, a little much on the Chris. Uh, yeah, called him a fat pig. He said, "No, no, we can't call him. We can't call him a fat pig. Can't call him a fat pig because fat is banned." <laughs> so he, he called him a pig, but also was like trying to quell the crowd. But Chris Christie, you know, even the he's pretty, uh, he's like the Republican version of your angry liberal. You know, he doesn't really like Trump, but give, give him credit where credit's due. He says that the American people should decide whether Trump is elected or not. Absolutely. So, I mean, even if you don't like Chris Christie, I mean, you can't really hate him for that. And I think he sees, he, he can tell where this can be taken. Mm-hmm. You know, it only takes one precedent because that's, that's, you know, the 14th, maybe it wasn't the 14th. There was this amendment. I think it was the 14th, it was section three, talking about uh, Trump uh, can't run in yeah. the first place. He's got to be taken off the ballot because he's an uh, insurrectionist. I mean, but they were they, they said it was unconstitutional because it's never been done on a president or an uh, official of this manner. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend... All of our listeners, if if you value our opinion at all, or my opinion, I don't know, I can't speak for Ginger Ginger here, but I, go listen to the Trump rallies. They are hilarious. It's it's political stand-up. It really it, is. It really is amazing. And you know, if you're if you're working slow or the day's going by, just uh just just plug in, take a moment. And listen to my beautiful, beautiful voice as I tell you the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. I've, I've been lied about. That's what the fake news is all about. Just go listen to it. It's amazing. And uh, he talks he talks a lot about, he, he rags on green energy. But uh, he, he's got a lot of funny jokes. But here's a, here's a joke that he said. All right. So it's, it's concerning a senator on, uh, on reciprocal taxing with China. And it's a... Uh, this is what he says, verbatim. But I had to convince one senator. So I went to him and I said, listen, here's the story. Need Seinfeld music playing in the background of this. Anyway, nice guy, but not into this, you know. If they charge us a tax, 
we charge them a tax. He goes, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. They charge us. We charge them. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Very simple. You got my vote. You got my vote. It, it was funnier with the crowd because the crowd went nuts after mm-hmm. he said that. But, man, you got you got to love Trump. Well, let's dive in. Let's dive into the the um the comparison between him and Vivek Ramaswamy. Let's just let's just go through a couple of tactics here. You may say, why are we choosing Vivek Ramaswamy first to compare to Trump? Vivek's a suck up to Trump. Yeah, and that's been stated. I think even Trump, you know, Trump's even announced that he knows that Vivek loves him. And are his tactics similar to Trump? Kinda. He's smart. He's a rich guy, but I don't know if that means you can run a country. Right. You know, he seems that he's, and I was looking up before that we recorded that he's kind of on the same path as, um, uh, Ross Piro. Mm. And Ross was a tech billionaire who ran in 1992 against Clinton and Bush as an independent. He had the same kind of interesting ideas as Vivek, but he wasn't really socially appealing. Mm. And you've and you've mentioned this, Braxton. You know, Vivek is not really socially appealing. He comes off Trump people person charisma. People love him. It's easy to love him. It is easy it's to love hard him. To but not you also need to work. You also need to be able to work the crowd that you're representing. And Vivek's not a Christian, and that's kind of a red flag for a Republican Party. It is what it is. You know, um, I don't think the minorities will vote for Vivek. I, th- I think he's witty and he talks super fast, but. I don't know where does that really land you, you know. If if you, if no one's really taking, you could say a bunch of words, but if you're not saying anything at all, no one's really taking in what you're saying. Well, here's what the thing I would say about Vivek, real quick. Uh, I mean, Vivek is definitely not a Christian. Donald Trump is kind of iffy, but here's the thing: they both talk about Christian politics because they know that's a large chunk of their voters. Uh, I genuinely believe Trump is a okay, good to go, even supports would. He, it would. It's easier to believe Trump would support the Christian community than Vivek would. A hundred percent. But I, now I don't want to discredit Vivek. I think his ideology on, you know, hard work and discipline pays off, and you need to make the best of your opportunities that are given. You know, he's made that. He's stated that many times, but it seems a little disingenuous mm. when he talks about that. You know, he he's talked about how a lower class person can achieve the same things he's achieved. And but doesn't really mention that his father was a patent attorney or his mother's a doctor. Mm. You know, it's kind of all those things. But and we we've already seen in Trump's term that he's implemented these real plans for the lower class to give them an opportunity to work. You know, in 2019, we saw that 160 million Americans were working and employed, and that was a 50 year low for unemployment. He's created jobs for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, people um, Americans without a high school degree. And they like to call it the blue collar boom, if you will. Blue collar boom. Yeah, worker salaries were increasing f- at a faster rate than management. So, does Vivek stand a chance against Trump? Did that ran the numbers? It's looking at about 0% chance. Here's the thing whenever it comes to Vivek, you know, he kind of portrays himself in a similar light to Trump, but he's, he's not that much of a business guy. In terms of like, he's a how, tech guy. He's a nerd, is what we like to call it. Well, he, he's kind of a like a little you brother. Can, you can kind of tell he takes a much more passive stance on business. Yeah, like, so I, I, I feel like he kind of you know just he kind of 
I feel like I think I think I summed it up pretty good. I feel like he's passive, and Trump, you can tell he's very active. He's very he seems very proactive, and that he carries that to his debates and his rallies. Well, I'm pretty sure Trump patented the phrase "You're fired." I'm pretty sure he patented that phrase. So if you're telling me that he patented or is well known for saying it, that already shows me that he's through the front door type of guy, not sneaking through a window type of attitude. And I think that's what our country needs right now. And that's just how I feel about it. I heard something on on uh, Fox News the other day really caught my attention. Uh, he said that uh, Vivek or Vivek said to uh, like this Cavuto dude. I can't say his name. He's Italian. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't speak Italian. We don't speak all that stuff around here. But anyway, he said that he's going to fire ninety percent of the people. In I mean, that's not going to get you. I mean, it may get you a. a a couple brownie points with the dissidents. But, I mean, that's not going to get you any support or elected. Maybe he's not trying to go support. Maybe he's just trying to bolster Trump. I highly doubt that, though. I feel like he's self-seeking. Yeah, I agree. When Trump tells me, and I, I think he's speaking to me, That's I think that's what uh, distinguishes him. It feels like a direct one-on-one conversation. Whenever he's talking about he wants to make America better, I believe him. Yeah, I don't believe anybody. I, it's kind of hard for me to believe Haley and DeSantis, and but we'll talk about them more on another time. Because yeah, we got a whole year, we got a whole year for this is the year for election. Some would say it's an election year. Some would say. Well, I think uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. I think it's a a great year to be starting. I'm glad everyone traveled over to the year with us for 2024, and I hope we can continue this whole year with some great listens, some great talks, and especially with you, buddy. Hopefully. I'm looking at you. Okay. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully we talk better than y'all listen. Amen. That's what we're going to be shooting for for this year. All right, guys. Appreciate it.